young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's going on, War Report family? Your man, Ike Jones. We are here. Morning drop time. It is Tuesday, February 7th, and we're talking about Alabama hiring Kevin Steele. You guys wanted to talk about it. We're here to talk about how Auburn fans feel about the hiring of Kevin Steele going to Alabama. I will definitely give you my thoughts here in just a minute. It's time to get straight into it, man. Let's drop it on them. Morning drop time, the war report here, your man Ike Jones, along with my guy Mike Chicka Chicka Jizzle. What's up, baby? How you feeling this morning? Pretty good. Uh road tripping this weekend, so I've been out for a few shows. I'm back in effect, ready to talk about some drama. Yeah, man. Kevin Steele has decided he wanted to hop back over to the other side mm. after he had come over to this side. You know what I'm saying? So he's back down there in Bama. Um, a lot of people reacting. People ask, what was our reaction? What did we think about it? So we're here to talk about it. How do we feel about Kevin Steele returning to the sidelines down in Tuscaloosa? Uh, well, first of all, I got to give a shout out to my girl, Courtney McKinney on Twitter. Noted Bama fan. Currently in shambles over this hire. <laughs> she is. She won't admit it. She's really trying to talk herself into this one, uh, but she's in shambles. Courtney, uh, I know a good therapist, uh, and and you might need it at times with Kevin Steele's defenses. Now he he fielded solid defenses at yeah, all for sure. For now sure. he had some really good players. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the likes of Derrick Brown and Marlon Davidson and them cats. You know, it really helped. However, uh, his defenses will lay eggs at times. Um, and they tend to be bend but don't break. It's very frustrating to watch uh, a team move all the way down the field on you. And then, you know, opportunistic turnovers I, you know, are kind of like a main characteristic of a Kevin Steele defense. So uh, we'll see if that's the same at Bama. Now, listen, he's going to be working with top-tier athletes, so he's got a little bit of a cheat code at Bama, I think. Uh, but it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I don't, I don't think that he's better than – you know, Pruitt or Kirby, right, by any stretch of the imagination, which is why I think, you know, Courtney was not super excited at first about this hire. Uh, but we'll see, man. He know, like, listen, he knows what Nick Saban wants. For sure. He, he's I, been there before. He was Nick Saban's first defensive coordinator when uh, Nick landed at Alabama. Yeah, and I think that maybe in the absence of a better hire available, they're looking kind of just for Aaron Boy here. A defensive coordinator, Nick Saban's a defensive coordinator by trade. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, it was reported that Pete Golden and Nick Saban had some miscommunications about what Saban wanted on defense. Mm. Uh, you know, they lost two games last year. But, uh, yeah, it's, this is interesting. I think Bama fans are in for a ride with Kevin Steele. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's super interesting to think about um, Kevin Steele as a defensive coordinator. Listen, his last stop at D.C. was at Miami, right? Like he was there most recently. And, you know, to your point, Miami doesn't have the caliber of athletes that Alabama has on defense. And that makes a big difference for how your defenses are going to look. I have noted as saying on our show that people lament, oh man, I missed the days of Kevin Steele. And I was like, do y'all actually remember Kevin Steele defenses? Because a lot of the stuff that people are talking about, oh, we're, you know, they're uh, moving the ball down the field too much on us, you know, this bend, but don't break defense. They're not pressured on the outside. I'm like, that was Kevin Steele's defense. Literally Kevin Steele's defense. Like the difference in Kevin Steele's defense was, he would blitz a little more frequently than you would have um, pre- in our last two regimes. And they play a lot more press man on the outside as opposed to this zone stuff. Mm-hmm. But the results were very similar. The only years where you saw a drastic difference is when you had Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson anchoring the defense. Right. So when you lose those two monstrous guys on the inside, your defense is going to look different, right? And so to your point him having the cheat code of Bama caliber talent should put them in a position where he's going to be good. But that's not because Kevin Steele is amazing as a defensive coordinator. This is not to say Kevin Steele is not good. So if you hear everything I just said and think that I'm saying Kevin Steele ain't even that good a defensive coordinator, I think that he's good. I think that Gus Malzahn's good. There are a lot of people who are good. I'm talking Mm. about great. I do think Gus Malzahn's good. He's good. He's not great. He's good. Okay. Yeah, he's good. Um, but I just don't think he ascends to that greatness sphere. When I think of great defensive coordinators, I don't think Kevin Steele, I think Kevin, he's solid. He's a guy who's like, he's going to field a good defense. You get him some good talent. His scheme is going to be able to produce some good stuff. What I did like about Kevin Steele, we talk about this a lot is the LSU game, right? His ability to pivot and say, okay, we're going to adjust our front. We're going to switch up the way that we play, go into the three-man front, right? And we're going to— What's LSU game? 2019? Yeah. Oh. But that was the game where they changed up what they do typically defensively and limited LSU to their least output for the entire season. Again, a lot of that has to do with having the right guys to be able to do that sort of thing. Fair enough. But— I there's nothing I see from a Kevin Steele defense that I say to myself, ah oh, man, that's super innovative, right? Like there are some guys out there who, like, oh uh, dang, what's the uh, the Manny Manny Diaz is an example of a guy who I think scheme wise elevates defenses because the Penn State defense wasn't as good the year before Manny Diaz got there, and he made it look better. That Miami defense took a step back when Manny Diaz left. When Kevin Steele got there. So I think that there there are coordinators that are out there that I feel like are actually savants when it comes to the defensive side of the football. I don't necessarily put Kevin Steele in that category. All that being said, it's a solid hire for Bama because they have the talent. You I mean, how much how much do we think it's gonna be Kevin Steele's defense though? Like honestly, I don't like, know. I is he gonna be handed know. a script and Saban's gonna be like, all right, go out there and act like you came up with this shit. I don't know, because to your point, is Saban burned now, right? Like, he just got out of we, – we'd use the relationship analogies a lot. Like he just got out of a relationship where he tried to give the last person a lot more freedom and everything. Now is he going to be checking Kevin Steele's DMs and looking and, you know, trying to look up the location on his phone to figure out where yeah, he's at all listen, the time? He's going to have to give up the – He's gonna have to give up the instant password for sure, right? Like yeah. his DMs will not be on lock. And <laughs> uh, I, I don't like. Listen, I, there was some. It's gonna be hard to judge because 
again, of the talent cheat code. Yeah. You have guys that will go out there and they're going to play at a high level because they recruit high-level players. You know, uh, I mean, some of the best recruiting classes all time, they just turned in the top recruiting class, you know, and they didn't even have a coordinators. Come on, man. He's walking into a gold mine of talent. Yeah. Um, that is already going to be mentally prepared to play the game at the high level. I don't know how much Kevin Steele is teaching them. Uh, the majority of the defensive staff, it, I, it, I, I believe, stayed in place. Oh, that's actually a really good question. Does does he get the opportunity to hire his staff, or do they just replace the DC? Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like we need a guy, we need a figurehead on defense, and this is a guy who's familiar again with what Saban wants, and he's. I mean, the talent has just gone up at Bama so much over the last few years. I, I mean, to me, I mean, you said he's good. I just, to me, he's all right, right? You know, like you said, to me, good is when good is a guy who can at least elevate average talent into, you know, a uh, uh, top half of the league defense. Mm-hmm. And without the pieces, his defenses look below average to me, man. Like yeah, I, mean, we that, have- I, I go back to that Tennessee game. If it wasn't for the fact that Jared Garantano, or whatever his name was, was an absolutely walking abysmal, abysmal uh, pick six, we'd have lost to Tennessee in a year where Tennessee was not good. Not good. Like yeah. Ezra Gray was running that thing down our throat repeatedly in that game. Yeah, I just I don't know. So again, this higher to me. Um, because I don't, I don't know how much, uh, you know, Saban got either guy he wanted, really wanted on offense yeah. or defense here. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how much talent over coaching matters. But hold on, wait a minute. I, when we were trying to do our hires, people were telling us it should have been easy. You should be able to just pick up the phone and get whatever coordinator you want to, right? Like that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to just pick up the phone and, you get anybody you want to in the office and you hire who you want. That's that Nick Saban don't have the juice. Is that what we're saying? Nick, that Nick Saban don't have the juice. We have to come to that conclusion, right? Nick Saban lost the juice. Right, right. But that's hey, what people told me every time we got into a hiring situation. But that he, if you he, didn't hire the best guy out there in the country, then you don't have any juice. Let me make this point about Kevin Steele. This is the first coordinator that Saban has hired in a very, very long time that I personally feel does not have the potential to launch himself into a head coaching position Facts. from this job. Facts. I, I don't just, know if any of those last two guys are going to go to it. I mean, ap- maybe, after his failed coup on Gus, yeah. right? Uh, that was his best shot. Was literally to pull a coup on his boss. Yeah, maybe Bill O'Brien will get a head coaching opportunity after this. I don't think Pete Golding's going to be head coach anywhere. Um yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I just, I feel like this is the first guy, saving assistant, is just no potential. Um, and then how long does he stay there as Saban's coordinator? Uh, I, I think those defenses would have to be really good. But at this point, if he does well, me personally, I think people Ike, will assume that it's the talent over the coaching because you've seen too many Kevin Steele defenses to assume it's the coaching. Yeah. You've seen yeah. too many different Kevin Steele defenses. You know what you're getting when you're getting Kevin Steele. Yeah. Before. And and listen, let me say this. I am thankful for the time Kevin Steele was here at Auburn. We had good defenses under him. Uh, congrats to him for going out there and finding himself a new job back in the SEC. They, uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know, man. It, it's I think <laughs> it's going to be a dicey proposition for a lot of Bama fans. Um, uh, it will I think we'll learn a little bit about how much of micromanager Saban is. Yeah, 
over this defense with Kevin Steele there. So again, he knows what Saban wants, like for sure. Uh, but in big, in you know, in big time situations and critical situations in the game, uh, when you're calling a defense, uh, Kevin Steele's bend but don't break defense was was it was stressful to watch. It was really stressful to watch. Yeah. Um, I wonder, is he going to coach a position group at Bama? Any position group? I don't know. Again, I, don't, I have no idea what the makeup of that Bama staff mm-hmm. is going to be under Kevin Steele. So it's going to be interesting to see who gets retained, who gets released. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by. Become a member and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. Now, here's the rest of your morning drop. Well, let's get into these comments, Mike, and hear what the people are talking about. Mm. We're going to start with Hugh Rayleigh here, who this is laughable that someone said this to you, Hugh. But he said, someone asked me regarding the hire of Kevin Steele at Bama. Do you think he will give away our offense? I got so cracked up. I started crying, laughing. What I agree with you. This is a laughable statement. Uh, Hugh Free said that him and Philip Montgomery are still trying to make that shit up right now as we speak. But here, <laughs> so, well, so what, what is he going to give away? What offense is he giving? Even yeah, they Kevin don't even Steele know. We don't even know offense we're running. Yeah, but Kevin Steele didn't work here with anybody who's on this current staff. The players mm-hmm. aren't even the same people. Mm-hmm. Like this is a this is this is this is a silly statement. Who you whoever said this to you? Let them know. Ike Jones said you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous and you weren't thinking when you made this statement. All right. Steve Valentine jumps in and says, as much as I hate to admit it, still could be dangerous on Bums D or or he could flop. I don't hate to admit that second half, but I think it is a hit or miss proposition. It right. could be some stuff where Bama fans are going to continue to complain about their defense. It's, it's going to be hit or miss, man, because the talent is too good for it to completely flop. That is my point. It is a Saban coach team, a defensive mind. He will Saban will not let this go to hell under Kevin Steele. But it might look frustrating at times, and he might have to take the reins at points during the season and be like, eh, that's not what we're trying to do there. That's not Bama standard, right? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Like, it was, at Auburn, it was frustrating to watch. Yeah. Well, copious amounts of yards given up. Like, yeah. just... Yards on yards on yards and couldn't stop anybody on third down at times. And, you know, it was it was just it was like, all right, it was like, but we had then we would have these crazy defensive performances that would give us hope. Yep. And it was just it was uneven at best. It was uneven at best. And I think it, it was so much more frustrating because our offense was like sputtering along, too. And it was just like, yo, can we be dominant somewhere? Like, can we just dominate something like one side of the ball? Can we have something that looks dominant? And it was very frustrating to watch. Right. Uh, Don Collin jumps in and says, this hire could work in our favor. We know him. He doesn't know us. Uh, I mean, we again, that's Mm. kind of the reverse side of that. We know him as fans, but like how much to, well, Hugh Freeze actually to the point of uh, Stuart Donald here says, Steele was on the Bama staff. Hugh beat two years in a row. Right. Hey, so, on, he was on the staff or was he was he the coordinator? I believe he was the D coordinator then. Yeah. OK. All right. Well, there you go. So 
I wouldn't make the assumption of thinking that this version of this defense will look the same. Yeah, and conversely, our offense won't look the same, right? So, but, you know, there is familiarity at least a little bit for sure. Uh, Matt Reeves jumps in, saving better watch his back with Steele. Steele will take his job laughing out loud. That is a common sentiment that Kevin Sneal is the snake waiting to bite you. Uh, Yeah, coach is is waiting. (laughs) But you just don't know he's waiting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's waiting in the weeds <laughs> to jump out on you. <laughs> Nick Saban, get your lawnmower, sir. <laughs> Keep the, the grass, grass low. To, to quote the philosopher uh, Jay-Z, oh my God. when the grass is cut, the snakes are show. Keep uh, the grass cut, my That was right. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Derek Anderson says Steele's defenses weren't really were, were really good and really bad. Don't feel there was a lot of in between. This is exactly what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, man. Listen, it was it was it was uneven. Yeah. Yeah. Highs and lows, man. It was a roller coaster. It looked like Kevin Durant's hairline. Uh Haley Tubbs jumps in and says, uh, I'll say it like I did yesterday. Got a little jealous at first because we had some good times, but then I remember why we broke up. Yeah, for sure, man. It's like, you know, oh baby, I love you so much. And then you walk in on on, on him in bed with your ex. Yeah. And it's like, hey, dude, what the hell? Thought we was boys. Uh, Don Cullen jumps in, says, how did the players relate to Kevin Steele? Seems like they didn't care for him. Uh, Kobe McClain said congrats to him on Twitter. Um, so, I mean, he at least had one fan out there. I don't know. I haven't talked. We haven't talked to our guy, and I'm calling him our guy because we had, like, one conversation with him. We haven't talked to Derek Brown about it to see mm-hmm. how he feels about it, but I think he didn't have any issues with Coach Steele. Uh, we'll so, reach out for comments. <laughs> yeah, so. Definitely be interested to see what that is. Uh, Chess Rockwell says T-Rob would have been a better hire in my opinion. I just wish we could get T-Rob home. I do too. But like, mm. where do you put him, right? Like he, we got two guys as defensive back coaches already. So I don't know what we're going to do with the T-Rob situation, but we'll see what happens. Haley jumps back in, says this is the third Saban stint. I guess he hasn't figured out that he's just the booty call because no one else was up. This is why oh, this is why I say when I mean oh. no coaching, head coaching potential here. Not unless he's going to some subpar school. But I don't know if anybody wants to hire Kevin Steele as a head coach. I don't think anybody. Uh, yeah, his head coaching days are done. They're done. Yeah, yeah. So, so if this, somebody hires Kevin Steele as a head coach, he's going to have to take a step down to like a group of five school or something like that. One hundred percent. Riley M. Someone said Steele is a double agent for Auburn boosters, and I can't unhear it. Mm, Riley, there was <laughs> definitely a group of boosters that was back in his coup attempt. There yeah. was definitely a group of, of miscreants encouraging that. And then hashtag stop the steal started, yeah. and Auburn was saved, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, exactly. <laughs> um Chess jumps back in. Steele will be playing the Dilly role under Saban. Uh, Saban. Speaking of Coach Dillingham when he was here under Coach Malzahn, where he was essentially just the guy holding the clipboard, mm-hmm. uh, offensive coordinator in name only. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give you the paycheck, but you can just you can just chill. Have a, go get coffee. Uh, Lawrence jumps in to correct Steele was Bama's linebacker coach. Ah, that see, that's what I'm saying. He was on the staff. Yeah. But he wasn't on the staff, you know. Um. Appreciate the super chat here. JT Martin says Kevin Steele with Bama is going to be nasty. Just watch. I, I, nasty are you like, like, like gross or like 
is this tongue in cheek with the just watch at the end? Like I'm, I'm, yeah, I get very confused when coming, just yeah. watch comes in here now, uh, in in Bama, uh, excuse me, in, in Auburn uh, chatter because I don't know if you guys are being facetious when you say just watch at the end because you're poking fun, or if uh, you're being serious when you say just watch here. So clarify that for us, JT. Is, are you saying this is a good thing for Bama or a bad thing? Um, Daniel Mitchell says the players loved steel from what I remember. So he has, he thinks there's some fond memories out there. of. How, do, how are we defining love? You know, what is love? Know. What is love anymore? You know what I mean? I have no idea. Um, waiting for, I, I want the clarification from JT Martin here on what he meant. Is did he think it's a good thing or was he being facetious? Okay. Uh, Lawrence feels like it was a facetious just watch. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I like JT too much for him to be that dense. <laughs> All right. Listen, man, he might have been a big Steele fan. There are a lot of people out there that were huge Kevin Steele fans when he was the defensive coordinator here for Auburn. So they have those fond memories of Kevin Steele despite the coup attempt. Good for them. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do feel um, the statement here. I think uh, if I were giving a a quote of the day, I'd have to give it to Haley on her uh, description of him being the booty call. Nobody else was up. So it's like, hey, big yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's 2 a.m. The house lights are coming on. I got to grab somebody. <laughs> Don't want to go home alone. Kevin yeah. Steele. <laughs> that is basically how that felt right there. It's like, ah, we did have some good times back yeah. then. Yeah. Right. You know, when the DJ start playing Genuine Pony, you know, <laughs> the, the night is nah, over. The, the club, you know, they're they're winding it down when they start playing like a lot of the island vibes. Like that's when you know it's like, all right, we're getting to the end of the night. And so it's it's time to fly, get your final drinks in, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, so that's the last turn up before it's uh, over. Yeah, uh, bump and grind to come on or something. And it's like, <laughs> oh man, it's time to go. Uh, Ethan Sandlin says he liked Steel. Listen again, I don't I don't have a problem with anybody who liked Kevin Steel. He wasn't terrible. He just it was very frustrating to watch sometimes, and that's why I think it's so odd that people got so frustrated the year after. And I was like, do y'all not remember what it was like with this last thing? Like, this is very similar. This ain't, the only difference is they're not running the ball as good. Like, our run defense got better, so they were dinking and dunking us with the pass to move Mm -hmm. it down the field. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, man. Like, I just, like, I just, I I have different recollections of Kevin Steele's time than other people do. So, um, Eric Moss says, is this an X and O hire or a recruiting hire? It's a good question. I don't think he's an X and no hire. Was Kevin Steele a great recruiter? I don't know about that either. It might not be either of these things, Eric. Like, this, is, I, this, is a, this is literally, this is like a, we got to hire somebody. A placeholder hire. Yeah. I mean, again, no head coaching springboard potential. He's not an up and coming defensive mind. He's not going to add anything to what Saban already knows currently about the game of college football. You know how Hugh Freeze said, I've called plays my whole life, but there's some guys out there who I think could come in and innovate on what I already do on things my offense does. You know, maybe, you know, I could I could add in the red zone and these guys and he went out and he got Philip Montgomery because he felt like he was that guy. Tell me, tell me with a straight face that you think that Kevin Steele is that guy. He's not. So I don't, I don't think it's not either of these things. It's just a guy that kind of knows what Saban wants and he's a placeholder hire. That's it. Placeholder. If he's not good, and he has the potential to be there for a while, because where's he going to go? Yeah. 
right? He could have stayed at Miami, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if he had, if he takes another D coordinator job somewhere, it's a step down. It is. It's not. I mean, this was not a lateral move from Miami to Bama. This is a promotion. Lateral, oh, yeah, for in, sure. Yeah, lateral in position, position title. Yeah, but it was not lateral in the sense of uh, of of recognition and prestige. Yeah. So, like, where's he going to go from here? Maybe Ohio State. I doubt yeah. they want him. USC, you know, uh, Oklahoma. Give me a break, man. Kevin Steele is mid. Lawrence Robinson never missing an opportunity to dunk on Chad Moore. Said, I like Steele uh, uh, has a DC until 2020. I believe Steele was behind Chad Morris being a scrub. Scrub. Yeah. Scrub a dub dub. All right. Well, we are appreciative of everybody who's jumped in here. We are out of here until next time. And as always, War Eagle, and we'll holler at you later. Peace.